Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. Hello, everybody. Happy January 10th to you guys. Hopefully, you're having a great start of the year for 2024. Uh, before I get going into thing and uh, before I get going into everything in today's podcast, um, if you could do me one favor before I start going on today, um, there's a subscribe button on pretty much every single platform you're listening to us on, whether it's YouTube, whether it's iTunes, Audible, Spotify, um, pretty much all the big names. Um, if you can subscribe to the podcast, guys, it'll just help us keep on growing this thing, and we'll keep cranking these videos out for you along the way. And then also, if you could share it, whether it's personally through text messages or on your Facebook or uh, on anything, Twitter, Messenger, whatever the heck you guys use, um, it'll help us keep growing this thing and ultimately keep on helping people, which is the whole reason why we do this thing in the first place. Now, for the fun stuff, guys, we finished out the first week of 2024. And uh, I know last month I was really harping on everybody with just how New Year's resolu- resolutions generally don't work. They, uh, they're they short-sighted instead of far-sighted, and uh, people tend to kind of throw in the towel. You'll see this if you go to gyms. January is very busy. And then the end of February, you're kind of right back to where you started again. So the whole discussion today on this podcast, guys, is to get you guys to succeed. Um, not so much setting a resolution, but making sure that at the end of 2024, Remember where you are right now and this feeling that you have and how to keep it going so you don't have to start a resolution going into 2025 and every single year. And you can use this time period right now to set the ground over work for what's going to go on for the next six months to a year for the rest of your life. Um, so without further ado, the big billion dollar question people have when it's time to get in shape or whatever we get for calls from the gym or emails coming in. Everybody wants to know, how quick can I see results? Question number one. And question number two is, how many days do I have to work out to see results? And automatically, when this happens, it's kind of a big red flag that this person probably isn't, they're here, they want to work out, but the lifestyle shift hasn't occurred. All that they want to do is hit the fast forward button and go, get me there, get me there, get me there, get me there. I don't care how quick it is. I don't care what I got to eat. Put me on the treadmill for an hour a day on top of doing hit training, on top of doing this. I just want to get there, get there, get there, get there. And there's a false sense of reality that happens where you get to this point, whether it's you want to lose 20 pounds or 25 pounds. And if the lifestyle change that you did to get yourself to that point isn't congruent long-term with the way you actually live your life, odds are you're going to revert back right to where you were on top of putting on another five, six, seven pounds. You always kind of dig yourself back into this deeper hole, right? You probably know people like this, or maybe this sounds like you, where you lose 10, then you gain 12, or you lose 15, and then you're up 17. And you're like, God, I'm starting. I have to work twice as hard just to get back to where I was the first time. Every single time that I do this, and when this happens to you guys, the biggest shift people need to make with getting themselves in shape, and whether it's in the new year or just in general, you have to think of this as there is no end game. There is no end point. There is no, I lose 20 pounds and I stop or I cut out carbs just until March and then I can eat them again, or sugar is this thing that I'm never ever gonna have. And when you do this kind of just um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? When you go completely one-sided in one direction, odds are that's unsustainable and the gears come off and then you revert all the way back going the other way. We see this with diets a lot with people. They'll go, okay, Monday's coming. I feel super guilty over the weekend. I binged again. So Monday comes, um, I'm going to have nothing but salad and water and then tomorrow salad and water and then Thursday salad and water. I'm just going to have you know celery and cucumbers and chicken breast and I'm going to do good, going to do good. Friday comes, what happens? Holy shit, this sucks. I earned the cheat weekend. I'm going to binge, 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 binge. And then Monday comes and they go right back to it again. Oh my God, I feel so guilty. I have to undo this progress or this, this um, going backwards. And you're constantly just going in a circle, right? It, there's no progress being made. You're constantly just two steps forward, two steps backwards, two steps forward, two steps backwards. And when you can do this for long enough, eventually it just drives you absolutely insane. And then you're like, fitness isn't for me. I'm meant to be overweight my entire life. I try to get in shape and it just doesn't work. And the thing is when you Google or you look up diet, fitness, health, Jim, anything like that, there are, I'm not kidding you, millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of articles and cleanses and diets and powders and shakes and ways to train, ways not to train. Here's what to do. Here's what to do. Eat this, take this out of your diet. So when people look at that and they're like, well, shit, I've messed up 25 times in a row. I guess I'll buy whatever powder and we'll see if this adds into it. Or remember when, uh, if they have many remember those yellow jacket things they used to sell at the gas station where basically they were like ephedrine and uh you just wouldn't get hungry you were a machine all day there's a reason they probably pulled them off the market but stuff like that you start reverting to all these crazy ideas and these crazy things but again that's coming to the realization that there's an end point where you go i just want to get this off and i want to keep it off and the question that i want to ask to you is what is going to happen when you keep it off are you a person that can give up sugar or carbs for the rest of their life? And if that's yes, then awesome. I know I couldn't. I'm busy. I work out. I play hockey. I have kids. I have to, it's a million miles an hour on all times a day. So I have to have a little bit of something to push me along. And I like the way that carbs feel. We have family night. We order a pizza and things like that on Friday. And I wouldn't want to be the you know dad that sits there and just munches on broccoli. So you have to look at your life. You have to look at your big picture. And you go, what is the model that I want to kind of guide my life and build my life around? And if it means that you have to slow your roll and go, I'm not going to lose 20 pounds in two months, but I can lose 20 pounds in six months and keep it off for the rest of my life. That's what you want to look in terms of actually changing your lifestyle, guys. And to be quite honest, I mean, anybody can lose. You don't need a, a, a coach or a dietitian or a, a wellness guru to get you to lose 10 pounds in, in two weeks. You can literally just have water and have fish and celery every single day and you'll lose 10 pounds. Granted, a lot of it's going to be just water weight that you piss out, but you're not going to lose that much overall fat. A lot of it's just water that's coming out of your body. So you don't need a superstar to tell you this is the way to eat to get you to lose 10 pounds. But what you have to do is be able to keep that 10 pounds off, right? Nobody wants to go, I'm working super duper hard to lose all this. And then I have to keep starting over and starting over and starting over. So when it's time to get healthy, time to get in shape, and when you're finally serious about keeping this weight off, you have to look at a couple things, guys. What does your life look like? And if it means setting in some, um, it's a word I'm looking for not uh, intangibles, but uh, 
some things that aren't going to change in your life. I'm going to get done with this podcast and remember what this word is, of course. Um, but some things that you know every single day the or every single week, these are the unbreakable things that I have to have to make myself feel normal over the course of the week. And like I said, for me, if on a weekend it's we're going out to Applebee's or ordering a pizza, um, we don't do it every single day. We don't do it every single weekday, but we have one night a week. Usually that's just like a family night where we either go out to dinner or we just grab something and watch a movie. That's the thing that I go, okay, that's set in stone. Knowing that's set in stone, what do I do the rest of the week to make sure that everything is working on all cylinders? That means not having cereal for breakfast every single day. That means not going out to Jimmy John's for lunch and getting a foot long sub every single day. That means not having sugar, you know, every single night before I go to bed. That means um, working out six days a week, at least five or six days a week. Um, so you have to set this program, otherwise you adapt to nothing, right? And whatever your program is now, if you know that at two months or three months, when you do achieve your goal, if you don't have a plan in place to keep this going for the rest of your life, just like I was talking about, you're just going to revert back to all the old crap and the bad habits that you used to do. So you have to make a lifestyle change. You have to build good habits equally as important as eliminating the bad habits, right? And fill those bad habits with voids or those bad habit voids with good habits now. And what I mean by that, you know, I like to think that I'm not addicted to anything, but who knows? I haven't tried everything. So we have plenty of time to find out. But, um, you know, people that they say are addicted to alcohol or will use smoking, for example. I know one of the things that they play, and this is not me preaching from my tower. Don't get twisted like that. I'm just telling you guys just how to replace things. Um, but they tell you kind of replace things with other things. Replace bad habits with other habits. And they don't have to be squeaky, shiny, clean, right? For instance, if you were somebody that was drinking a 12-pack a day every single day when you got off of work, right? Let's say you replace that habit, as crazy as it sounds, with having a scoop of ice cream every single day. Now, I know in the grand scheme of things, ice cream every single day is probably not the greatest thing in the world for you, but is it better than getting smacked every single night when you get home from work? Yes, you're filling that void with something else. And then once you get used to living like that, then you can go, okay, how do I get this a little bit more dialed in? Now we'll go, okay, let's replace that ice cream with sugar-free popsicles. Okay, I did that. Cool, everything's good. And then it's, okay, let's replace the sugar-free popsicles with whatever. Um, some dried cherries, or we'll have some banana chips, or we'll have some apricot chips, something like that. And you can see how the severity of what was this big picture of drinking every single night is starting to kind of narrow itself down and get squeakier and squeakier and squeakier. Now, let's go the other direction and say you were going, okay, I was drinking a 12-pack a night every single night after work. I'm completely taking away that 12-pack and now you have nothing. And then what happens? You go, shit, I have nothing to fill this void. What do I do? Do I turn to something else that's bad or something that's worse or equally as bad? But you can see if you don't have a void to fill, that void automatically gets filled with something perhaps that you don't want to. Same thing with smoking, right? If you're somebody that smokes every single day or has a break every single day, what's the one thing that people do? You have something called the oral fixation. They say, okay, take the cigarette out, 
have licorice in the car or have a sucker on hand or something that can just kind of mimic the motion or mimic the, the, the routine of it or the habit of it, even though you're not having a cigarette, is having a sucker probably the greatest thing in the world or a piece of licorice every single time you want to light up a cigarette? Probably not. But if you can do it for a couple of weeks and then slowly start to taper that down, that taper down the routine, all of a sudden you're going from cigarette to sucker to licorice to sugar-free gum from sugar-free gum, then you're just pretty much on the straight and narrow again. But those bad habits that you might have, that you're thinking, I have to remove all these bad habits all at once. I can no longer have pop. I can no longer have sugar. Um, I can no longer have uh, whatever it is, a piece of bread. Fill those things with other things that are going to keep you satisfied still. Does that make sense to you guys? I know you're not here live, but um, that's the way that you build habits and you sustain habits for a long period of time. People, I know um, there was a buddy of mine that smoked for a long time. And one of the things he goes, every single time that I wanted to have a cigarette, I would either do push-ups or go do jumping jacks or go for a jog. And he goes, I would win myself, become completely exhausted. When my heart's beating and I'm huffing and puffing and I'm yakking, he's like, the last thing that I wanted to do is have another cigarette. And you do that enough, you start losing pounds and you start to actually stop smoking. So replacing those habits, the bad habits with good ones, it can be jumping jacks. It can be substituting whether it is, you know, if you are addicted to candy, go, okay, every night I'm going to have some dried cherries before I go to bed for my sweet tooth. But those little changes, guys, it takes away from the feeling of everything being ripped away from you and deprived and fills it with something that's a little bit of a healthier substitute. And then over time, that substitute can get more dialed in and more dialed in and more dialed in and more dialed in. And then before you know it, you have this squeaky clean routine that you've perfected over months, not just started on day one and you kind of had the whole world whipped away from you. But ultimately, guys, when you get in shape, and this is why I touched on the beginning of the podcast, the biggest misconception is people, people stop or you get to this point where you're done. You're never done. You have to think of you being a healthy individual as something that is programmed into your life for the rest of your life. Now, are there going to be weeks where you don't feel good? Yes. Where you're on vacation? Yes. Where you roll an ankle? Yes. Um, something happens, you're just set up to par? Yes. You're going to have those weeks sprinkled out through over the course of a year or years that you're just like, okay, I got to take a weak breather. Things are gelling right now. And then you just get back into the swing of things. But ultimately, when you can kind of like come to terms with the new you and the way that you're living, it makes it 10 times easier to stay on track because you know if you miss a day, it almost doesn't matter. You're going to get right back to it the next day. As opposed to the other way around, when there's an end game where you go, oh my God, I missed a day. I have to go twice as hard the next day because I have to make up for it and I got to get right back on track and I have to do this. You have to realize this is the way that you live your life now, just as equally as important as, as important as putting gas in your car or, um, you know, putting air in your tire or going grocery shopping or making a phone call or checking your emails. It's something that you do that you pencil in throughout your day. And we, when you can live your life like that and go, okay, the new me is here to stay, that's how you lose the 20 pounds or 25 pounds or even 100 pounds and actually keep it off for a long period of time. There's a member of ours that uh, has like an awesome routine down. He was dabbling with stuff forever and he's like, I was trying this and I was trying fasting and I was trying this. And 
he finally goes, he goes, I like have my map. He's like, now I just want to hit like the fast forward button. He goes, Sunday, I go for a couple walks around Kensington. He goes, that kind of gets me fired up. And he goes, all day Sunday, I drink water, 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 I fast. And then on Monday, I break my fast with like a protein shake in the morning. And he goes, I feel freaking great. The scale is moving. He's like, I finally just everything like, boom clicked he's like i'm coming in here i'm doing this i'm eating clean sunday's my walk day water 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 and he's like i just want to hit the fast forward button because i know i'm actually going to go from point a to point b are there going to be a couple days that are hiccupy over the course yes but when you're playing again that finite game you have to go here's my life how am i going to make this work what is the lifestyle that i want to live I mean, for me, I wouldn't be able to go for a two or three hour walk on a Sunday just because that's our, kind of our one day that the kids are home. I'm home and my wife is home. And we can all have family time. But that works for him. And he's like, cool, that that's your program. That's how you figured it out. So you have to find the lifestyle that works for you and you have to hold yourself brutally accountable to it. A lot of us will go, you know, starting on Monday, well, I'm going to do X, Y and Z and I'm going to do this. And you make it one weekend and you're like, oh, Wednesday. I got invited to go out to Texas Roadhouse and I'm going to do this and I'm going to have some drinks. And you're like, you made it three days. You made it three days. So you have to hold yourself accountable to what you're doing and go, okay, when it like for me, when is the family day? When are we doing things? Sunday, I play hockey. So I try to eat generally clean on Sunday so I don't skate and feel like absolute crap when I'm out there. So that kind of keeps me intact on Sunday. Um, but look at the big picture. Where do you pencil in family night? Where do you pencil in date night? Where do you pencil in if you are going out to eat one night a week? Where do you put that? Where do you put in, okay, we're going to order a pizza here. But then that means, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I got to be good because I know I'm having a little bit of a reward on Friday night for all my hard work. That's my family time. And then Saturday morning, I get a workout in. I'm right back on the routine. But you have to set yourself up for a lifestyle change. Not just ripping everything away out of your life and you're left going, what the hell do I do? Oh my God, this sucks. I'm going to binge again. You have to set yourself up for success and you have to set the lifestyle change and build the life that you actually want. That's how you get the weight off and keep it off. And like I said, told you guys last month, there's a reason why there's a 92% failure rate with New Year's resolutions because people right now are going, oh my God, I feel gross. I feel fluffy. I need to get 15 pounds off. Let me Google, how do I lose weight really, really, really quick? How do I get down 15 pounds really, really quick? And it tells you a whole bunch of bullshit. Take away this, take away this, try this fat burner, try this, this, try this, that. And before you know it, you take it all. You're like, I had no plan. I just started taking all this shit. I removed all this stuff. Oh my God, this sucks. Here comes the weight back on. You're constantly just riding this train. So think of the long game. You want to keep this weight off of your body forever, I'm pretty darn sure. That's why people go on diets. That's why people exercise because they don't like the way that they feel and they want to keep it off so they're healthy and they look good for years to come. So knowing that there is no end point, there is no end game. You have to make sure that you're able to do this pretty much every single day. Not saying you have to work out for two hours a day, not even saying you have to work out for an hour a day, but you can at least put aside 30 minutes a day to either get your butt in the gym, make sure you're healthy, do something that challenges your body. And that is the magic formula to stay in shape for the rest of the year, guys. Think of it like this. I think the thing probably a lot of you guys have a retirement account, right? That thing compounds. What you put in 10 years ago, it's relatively small. And over time it builds and it compounds and it compounds and it compounds. And if you checked it every single day, 
you go like, this damn thing is barely moving. It's not working. I'm going to pull all my money out. This is a complete waste of time. But after you leave it there and just kind of forget about it and just keep doing your thing, doing your thing, doing your thing, doing your thing, all of a sudden you look back 10, 15, 20, 25 years and you're like, holy shit, that is a big ass change that was made inside of that account. All from me just doing a little bit every single month. Throw it in the account, throw it in the account, throw it in the account. Then before you know it, years go by and you set yourself up pretty darn good when you're 60 or 65 years old. You know, when you have all this freedom in your life, you don't want to go like, oh shit, I can't do anything. I got this money. I got time off of work. I can maybe finally retire. My body's broken. I'm out of shape. I got to lose 75 pounds. I'm on medication. I have high blood pressure not a fun way to live, right? You want the end of your life to probably be the most fun, healthy, stress-free years that you possibly can. But that starts by laying the groundwork for how you're actually going to live your life from here on out. So if you're stuck, if you know that you're somebody that does this all the time, I'm two feet in, I'm two feet out, I can't stick to routine, I can't do this. My plea to you is to change your routine. Change the thing that you always do that you know doesn't work every single time, right? Insanity is called doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. If you know it doesn't work and if you know what you do every single time doesn't work, if you're somebody that always says, I'm doing no carb or no sugar or I'm just going to have this or I'm doing a juice cleanse for 17 days and then I crash and I gain it all back, don't do that. Set yourself up for success long term, learn from it and tweak as you go. It's not a one-week fix. It's not a two-week, I fix my body forever. You're doing this forever. And if in two weeks you lose three pounds, you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to do this for another two weeks. That wasn't that much harder. And you keep dialing in, dialing in, getting more focus, getting more focus, and ultimately you come out on top every single time. But remember, guys, this is a long game. This is a lifestyle change. It is not just a little diet. It is not a quick fix. It's not a whatever fancy name you want to throw on top of it. This is how you should live your life for the rest of your life to stay healthy for the rest of your life. So treat it like that. Find out your perfect formula. Pencil it in like it's a can't miss work appointment. We make time for everybody else pretty much in the entire world but ourselves. You make time for you know, meetings. Somebody says you have a meeting, you got to do this. Someone says right away, I need you to pick up your kid from school in 20 minutes. They're sick. Okay, I'll be there in 20 minutes. I'll make time for that. You make time, you make time, you make time. You keep putting yourself on the back burner and you keep saying, I don't have time. I just don't have time to take care of myself. You do. You make time for everything else in the world except for you. You have to put aside, like I said, guys, you don't have to put aside two hours. 30, 45 minutes a day. You can work out from home. You can go to a gym. You can go to a high intensity interval training trim like us. We'd love to have you. Um, but ultimately, if you don't take the time and pencil it into your day, like you would with anything else, guess what's going to happen? Just like how we said those habits get replaced or those voids get replaced. That's going to get filled with something up. It's going to get filled up with, I'm going to play on my phone. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to go outside and tinker around in the garage. I'm going to do this. Ask me how I know all this because I would do it too. If I didn't have an actual workout time. But the same thing happens, guys. So set your perfect routine, set your lifestyle change, hold yourself accountable to it, keep it going. Don't get discouraged if you have a bad week because you know, just like we said, you have to do it forever. And when you have the forever mindset, a bad day, a good day, doesn't really matter because you know you're going to keep on going the entire time. So that's all I got for you, peoples. Um... As always, if you need supplements to help keep you on track, be it protein, 
um, be it creatine, be it uh, our energy gummies. I think I told you last podcast, but I love these things. There's no actual caffeine in them. It's just a big boost of vitamins. I keep the jar in my car. I take two before hockey. I take two before a workout. Doesn't get you like tweaky fizzity. It just kind of helps you kind of just zone in a little bit. So two thumbs up. You just take two, chew them up. They take about 20 minutes to kick in. And uh, I love them. So if you need a little something for a pep in your step and you don't want to have coffee or more caffeine or energy drinks, um, energy gummies are fantastic. If you head to www.core4supplements.com, um, our store is freaking massive. We have pretty much everything under the sun you can imagine. BCAAs, hydration formulas, um, green supplements, you name it. And they all taste delicious and are all safe and approved by the FDA. And uh, new thing that's coming out soon. I don't know if I can spill the beans yet. But uh, we have a new formula for our pre-workout, our natural pre-workout. We're doing the formula different. Um, I think it's flavored with monk fruit now, so we will see when that comes in, but that'll be arriving to the store shortly. And best of all, guys, if you're a podcast listener and you use the code word podcast at the checkout, you will save 10% off your entire order. And if you spend over a hundred bucks, you'll get free shipping on everything. So if you want to stock up, um, on a bunch of stuff, then, uh, save some money. And don't forget to use the code word podcast. You can save some moolah in the process, but, uh, that is all people's. Love you guys. Have a great rest of the year. Have a great rest of the month. You're 10 days in. If you messed up, don't worry. You got a whole lifetime to fix it. So get yourself on track and I will talk to you soon. Bye.